It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer, coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Parks Casino, where, Elliot, we have been all day. Yes. We have been in the Sportsbook all day. We uh, we watched some soccer, and it didn't, Man, yeah, didn't did. turn out yes. the way we had hoped it would. Yeah. You got you, your USA kid I on. I my kid on. Unfortunately, they did not win the game. I got to listen to you yell shoot throughout the entire game. <laughs> Just shoot the ball. Yeah. Why is this so hard? It's, you know yeah. you can't do. You can't score if you don't shoot. I know it's a crazy thought. It's how I feel when I watch hockey. So I, it's, a, <laughs> it's a, a relatable feeling. But, yeah, tough loss. Obviously, we're not going to talk about that for all, all, all three hours. But, uh, yeah, they missed a lot of opportunities. It's a shame they're out. Good news. I will start to work now for the 2026 World Cup. Good. I will be the striker. We need a score. Yeah. We need a goal score. I am a certified bucket boy. That is what people have called me throughout <laughs> my life. So if they need people to score, I am volunteering for 2026. I appreciate that. I haven't thought about the World Cup. I want to oh, get I'm sure to, you do. I want to get to later. But uh, let, let's dive in. Let's talk some birds. Is Look, the Eagles have a really big game coming up tomorrow. I know it's kind of flown under the radar a little yeah. bit. It's the Titans. It's not the sexiest matchup. There's not a lot of history between these two teams. But when you look at the way this schedule shakes out, when you look at the way Dallas has continued to play, when you know that that December 24th game is coming up, a potential schedule loss, as Doc Rivers yes, would say, with the yes. three straight road games. Um, and and Dallas having three you know easy games coming up, at least theoretically, you get into a position where, yes, it's, you know, it's an AFC game. The stakes you think might not be as high, but... If you lose this and you go into Dallas and they have three losses and you have two and you lose that game, all of a sudden they're in first place. Yeah. So there's a lot of stakes to this game. What are you looking for tomorrow? We'll dive into this game, 215-592-9494, Talk Eagles-Titans. 
Where's your head at heading into this game? Well, I get a big game. Probably yeah. the toughest opponent outside of Dallas left on the, well, the schedule. It's interesting. My friend Chris was here watching the game with us, and he mentioned he didn't feel like there's been much you know, kind of build up to this game. And I think I agree. I, I know, again, AFC opponent, but it is a team that has been one of the best in the NFC over the last few years. I think calling it a Super Bowl preview is probably strong. Yeah, I, I think, think that's anyone, a bit but, of a stretch. But it's possible. It's worth, yeah, Theoretically I mean, possible. They're not playing, you know, the Texans, right? No, the, so, the Titans will, will win the AFC South. Like, yeah. They're, they're like four games up or yes, whatever. Three games it. up. So, yeah. so I think that tomorrow is a, is a really good chance just for the Eagles to beat a really good team. And that's always a good thing when you talk about can they win in the playoffs. And you look at how the Titans match up. You know, they're really good running the ball, uh, defending the run and running the ball. So there's some matchup things there. But I have to be honest, for me, Winning is not the most important thing tomorrow. Like, obviously it would be a huge win. I, I, I'm not diminishing what a win would mean. But, James, the Titans are one of the worst teams in the league defending the pass. The Eagles have been, in my opinion, one of the worst teams, or at least bottom half of the league, over the last month throwing the ball. I need to see this team get back to being good at throwing the ball. All offseason we debated what will make them good. How will they go to the next level? No one called in and said, I got, I got to see them run to the win, to wins, right? No one called in and said the running game is what's going to take them there. What made this team special the first half of the year was the passing game. The passing game is what did it. That's what, J that's what got Jalen in the MVP consideration. That's what made A.J. Brown worth all the money. Tomorrow, against a Titans team that is really good at stopping the run, I do not feel a desire from the Eagles to go out there and prove you can run the ball against them. We get it. We know you can run the ball. We've seen you last year. Last year is a good example of the, almost the same situation. The Saints, best running team in the NFL. The Eagles ran all over them. Eagles got dusted in the playoffs. And the team that they're playing tomorrow is the perfect warning sign of why running the ball is nice and fun. It's not what wins. The Titans have been one of the better running teams in the NFL the past few years. And you know what happened to them last year? They got beat at home in the first round of the playoffs because they don't have a special quarterback. The Eagles do have a special quarterback. Jalen Hurts is better than Ryan Tannehill. But over the last month, they have not been a team that has looked good passing the ball. The stats back that up, but the eye test tells it to you as well. There have been plays where on big downs they've stepped up, and that matters. But going into tomorrow, they can lose this game and be the one seed. Losing to the Titans is nothing to worry about. What would be worrisome is if they cannot throw the ball against this Titans, against this Titans defense. So, And for what it's worth, also stopping Derrick Henry. But the most important thing tomorrow is to throw the ball and show you can do it. If they do that and they lose you know, 33-30, to 30, I don't care. They're going to get the one seed. I've never been more confident of anything really in Philly sports. They will be at home in the playoffs. The rest of this season is about getting this passing game right, and there's no better way to start it than tomorrow against Tennessee. Look, I obviously I want them to win first and foremost, and I don't care how they do it. They can win three nothing, and I'll be happy with the That's game. That's silly, though. Don't care. Like it's, don't care. It's, but it, but like stack st wins. But style style points stack. have to matter. They at a don't. It's point. not college football. I, no, no, but but it's important for how you feel about the team going into the season. Win the game, and look here. I you're, did you're you point, feel good after that Colts win? Point about, but yeah, sure, they won the game. It hurts okay. made some plays at the end when it mattered. And and they showed they could win. They were down two touchdowns. Like yeah, I thought that was it. wasn't like the most impressive win I've ever seen, but I, I felt good that they won the game. But and look, I, your, your point about like you don't. I agree. You don't have to prove anything. I don't. Yeah. I don't need them to go out. I want them to play the matchup. If throwing the ball is the way to beat Tennessee, I'm fine with them throwing the ball. But ultimately, on a basic level, I don't care how they get points. I don't care if they run or pass or whatever. As long as they're putting up points, as long as the offense is moving the ball. I thought last week was the single most impressive offensive game they've had all year long. All year long, a 40 spot. They put up 40. They ran for 363 yards or yeah. whatever. Like, here, here. I 
don't care. Run the football. If that's what's working, pass it. That, it doesn't matter to me at all. All you got to do is score points. And if, if running is the thing that you do, if that's your bread and butter, especially because it's not just a conventional running game. It's not just like hand the ball to Derrick Henry and run. You have a weapon. You have one of the Jalen Hurts' legs right now might be like a top five weapon in the sport yeah. at this exact moment. Why wouldn't you utilize that? Like, I don't care. Just move the ball down the field. This sounds like exactly what, what we went through last year leading into the playoffs, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Hurts they can is run better. We know well, Hurts is better. It. We know let's they see can it throw again, it. Though. They well, have thrown it. But that's what I'm saying. So let's see it again. Let's see it again, right? I agree. We know they can run the ball. We know the defense, for the most part, has played at a high level all year. We knew those things about the team last year going into playoffs. And why were they on the road in the playoffs? Why did they get smoked? Why, did they, why were they out in the first round? Because they couldn't throw the ball. That's why last year. That's why the Titans lost last year. The teams that can't throw the ball are not serious contenders. Now, I think the Eagles can throw the ball, right? We've seen them do, I think, a decent amount over the last month and early on in the year. But the passing game has not looked as good. I think the arrow on the team, from a passing perspective, is pointing down, right? Like, they have not been as impressive doing that. And as much as you can say you don't care how they score, and I agree with you, Jalen's legs are a massive weapon. But we saw last year, like, and I know Jalen was hurt towards the end of the year, but counting on Jalen to run this team to the Super Bowl is, A, not fair to Jalen, but, B, it's not going to happen. Like, as impressive as that Packers performance was because they scored all those points, I was terrified watching Jalen run around for 17 times. Right? And I know some of those were kneels, whatever. The point I'm making is Jalen is too special of a player to ask him to put up like almost 300 yards total by himself if you include his rushing yards and his passing yards. It was a special performance. It'll help his MVP case. It's not going to help this team win in the playoffs. So tomorrow against Tennessee, this is where you get your passing uh, game back on track. They have some talent in the secondary, but they are young in the secondary. The strength of this team is a defensive line. If they come out tomorrow and can't pass the ball, that is an, a worrisome sign going into the going into the rest of the season. If they go out and they win tomorrow because they run the ball and they win at 17-13, what did we really learn about the team? Right? That they won another game. That they're we know be they can win. And we one, know they can that win. They're going to be we the know one they can seed. Win. That stuff but matters. We know that. We know they're going to be. What the does it matter seed. when it gets to when it gets cold? Running the ball is is historically the way to win in the NFL. You can't win in 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 the playoffs without being able to run the football. And again, I'm not saying and and. First of all, I, I don't think I think you're underrating like the Eagles' passing game. I don't think they are a disaster of a passing game. No, but game. they over the last month they've and they're gonna get Dallas Goddard back. He's a super important part okay. of this offense. I taught we talked about the pod. I called him a Jenga piece. He's like the Jenga piece of the offense. When you pull him out, the, it just doesn't work the same way. And I'm way. happy you brought that and up. You just because... gotta you just gotta win games. Get Goddard back. Your passing game will be better. And again, Hurts is special. Hurts makes plays. All I need is plays made. I don't care how they're and made. Look, I. On a macro scale, I agree with you that winning tomorrow clearly would be impressive, right? I'm just saying the chances are this team has the one seed locked up. They would have to have a pretty disastrous ending to the season. The Cowboys would have to go undefeated. They'd have to lose three games. Like There, there would have to be a lot of things to go against them. So chances are, and I think you would probably agree with this, they are going to be the one seed. Do you you feel that? I, again, I think if they lose tomorrow, I'm more nervous about it. But I I, I feel pretty confident because right. I think they win tomorrow. But, so but I, if they lose tomorrow, all of a sudden it's not as much of a lock as it felt like before. But the Cowboys would have to go undefeated almost. Like, and I know the Vikings are there too, but they have a game but and a half. But if they lose tomorrow, you could see the Eagles losing one of the two against the Giants. You could see them losing I, that, I, that December 24th game in Dallas, and then you're in a lot of trouble. I don't think a team that went 10-1 and in their first 11 games is all of a sudden going to go, what would they have to go? Three and two or whatever? How many games they yeah, have left? So yeah, so two, two, two and three. Two or and three no, or whatever three and three. Is, right? me, yeah, three like, and three. I'd be very surprised if that happens. 
what I wouldn't be surprised at is if watching this passing attack for the last month, if like that becomes an issue. Because what we know about the Eagles, like in concrete fashion, is they could definitely run the ball. The defense is pretty good. Like those are things we know. That was last year as well. They, if you look at this season, they've had a, some really good passing games. The passing game is on a on a like the whole time Sirianni and Jalen have been here have only been good for you know seven or eight games, right? Like the passing game is not a proven commodity in the NFL. So when this team starts to struggle and I see the passing game not look as great, it's easier. And you people can call it overreacting if they want. But when there's something that you know could be an issue and you start to see that issue, of course then you're going to react to that more than if they don't run the ball well. For they one just game. put up a 40 spot last week. Against one of the worst rushing uh, defenses in the league. 40 okay. spot. And it, look, if in the playoffs, but the, the teams will be playing in the playoffs. The Niners, really good against the run, right? The Titans tomorrow, really good against the run. Like the teams that they could be, the Vikings, really they good against, against the They went up against the best run defense last year in the Saints and ran all over and that, them. Yeah, and what did that lead to? Ultimately, nothing. They're a way better playoff. team this year, but, though. But, that but, is but, unfair like, to compare it because the passing. First of all, Jalen is light years better is. and has He's shown the accuracy. The decision making across the board is way better. They have AJ Brown basically instead of Jalen Rager this year. Yeah, and they like, had him the last. And they have a better month. defense. Like this team is just way better than they were Jaylen last year. Jalen is gone. I mean, sorry, not Jalen. AJ has gone in the first seven games this season to averaging almost hundred yards a game to now averaging roughly forty yards. Yeah, a game. he's clearly been struggling a little bit. That, he's but had that's some what issues. I'm he was saying. sick like, last game like, and all that. Your thing about the Jenga piece, like. You're right. If you take Goddard out, clearly the tower is shaking. I'm just saying you but keep I, saying last year. We're thinking last year. They are better as a passing offense this year than last year regardless well, so last of right year, now. So last Forget year. the numbers. You know they're no, better No, the numbers now. matter, though. And, yes, I, I know that they're you better. You watched Jalen yes. alone is better, and thus the passing game Earlier is better. Earlier in the year, He's they were better. better now than yes, he was he last year. Like, way but, better. But what I'm saying is you keep saying that last year like doesn't matter. We saw last year why it absolutely 100% matters if they but can pass But they're better than last year. They are better even with your concerns, right. even the last four games, they are a better passing team this year than they were last year, regardless of the In the beginning the last... part of the year, Period. you're absolutely right. Period. Yes. Jalen Hurts is better. He is better. He, so he they're is. better. But then why? So last year, I think they finished 19th passing Forget the, ball the numbers. Like, no, the numbers Use your eyes. Use I'm your eyes. Is Jalen Hurts okay. a better throwing quarterback this year than he was he last is. year? Yes, he is. So you're telling me the yes. passing offense now is, is not am, as good as it was last I year? Am the saying, same as that? That's I crazy. I am saying over the last month, to me, my eye test, or we can use numbers, whichever path you want to go down. The eye test to me over the last month has not looked as good. And the reason as that's good as the first seven, but not close to as bad as last year. Yes, but the thing I'm saying is when they going need a throw, the, Jalen makes the throw. Yes, but going into the final stretch run of the season, do you not agree the passing game is going down instead of up? And that's my concern. You're right. Earlier in the year, they looked every bit the part of a team that could throw on anybody, anywhere. Jalen was awesome. AJ was unstoppable. Devontae, Dallas, all those things. But what I'm saying is things change in the NFL. We see teams go from being really good at something in the beginning of the year to then struggling with it come playoff time. And right now, this Eagles team over the last month is really not passing it much better than they did last year. Like, slightly better, but not at a much higher level. And I'm not putting that all on Jalen. Part of it's on the receivers. Part of it is on the fumbles. Part of it's on the coaching. Part of it is on Jalen, but I'm not saying this is Jalen is not as good. The point I'm making is if we actually want to sit here and say that this team can win in the playoffs, we can't sit here and say they're going to do it with defense. We can't say they're going to do it with the running game. The way they're going to win in the playoffs is with the passing game. And when the passing game doesn't look that, good. it's crazy. The, the way they're going to win is having a balanced offense and moving the ball down the field. And then on top of that, again, Dallas Goddard will be back then. That is yeah. such a massive thing So when thing he's back, offense. we'll see if the passing offense looks better. But until he's back and until I see it get back to there, I think I'm perfectly justified to be worried about how this passing attack. 215-592-9494. What's more important to you? 
with this Eagles offense, moving the ball or moving the ball through the air? Like, do you care how this offense moves the ball right now? Or do you need to see them throw the ball better? 215-592-9494. Let's no Tom from Abington this week. So Saw this name pop but up. What a, what a treat. I mean, you know, if you're not going to have Tom, I mean, you get the best. Yes. Let's go to Glassboro and talk to Black Granny. What up, baby? Yo, fellas. What up? How you oh, look at that! Yes! threw me off. That was very good. Well done! That's, that's Normally you, you come on it. and I just don't even have to it talk for the first like, like 40 seconds. It didn't even sound like it, too. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, right. I got a good impression going on, my buddy Tom. My buddy it. Tom. Uh, flip flops, baby mama. What baby, that's what you used to hear. <laughs> I know. Um, so first of all, for anybody who listens who doesn't know, Elliot hates Christmas. So when you get annoyed with anything that Elliot says, just which is remember, so funny because it's like man, easily my favorite time of the year. I've been watching Christmas see, movies nonstop. You, like, you can hear it in his voice how much he hates Christmas. Yeah, it's so, just the biggest lie. You know, okay. it's funny listening to you because if you actually listen back to the beginning of just this show, in an argument you talk against yourself. So which one's more impressive, throwing the ball 900 yards against the worst passing defense? Or running the ball down the throat of yeah, one of the yeah, best it's a great rushing. Thought, I, yep, I did think of that. Now I will say that to me, throwing the ball is more impressive. <laughs> so, so there so you it's go. More impressive, but it's fugazi, right? But no, what like, I'm oh, saying is they're two for 900 yards, and then and then in three weeks when we're having a bad passing game, and somebody brings up this game, you say, "Well, that was the worst defense. That's why they did it." You know, because no, that's no, just no, said no. about the, the dip, No, no, no. But the difference is, the, the difference is, we, we know we, that they can run the ball, so it's not as impressive. We know that they can do it. We've it, seen it, them it, do it. The passing the game way, has been proven on a smaller scale over a shorter amount of time than the running the, offense has. The way you justify things, you literally just did it when he brought up the Packers, and then yeah. you try to poo-poo it by saying, "Well, they're the worst rushing defense." So someone could easily say, "Well, in three weeks, well, we're not passing as well again." Well, you think it's because it's not that great. And you keep yeah, bringing up, I haven't talked yeah. to you, love you, miss you so much, but it'll keep bringing up the whole last month thing. But also in the last month, I had a game that we lost about like 160 yards on a fumble, uh, uh, interception that nine times out of ten, my big wide receiver snatches that ball away. Like, we're, we're missing like yeah, a good you, chunk but, of but, yards that would help that with your little stats. I, 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 I think there's some truth to what you're saying, but I also think like, you can do this with any team where it's like, well, yeah, if you take away all the negative plays, then they're better. Like, these fumbles yeah, and turnovers. Yeah, and one of the fumbles was a face mask that didn't get yeah, called. There was a oh, massive yeah, play, but it's, it didn't. It is what it is. So here's the thing. Uh, what we, everybody else is on the side of, you play to win the game. I don't care if you win it by special teams. The right? Three nothing, right? No, three nothing. Yeah. I win. And this is what we all me. said last year. Last year, that was true. This isn't last year. This year, the aspirations should be higher. This year, they have better players in the passing game. Yeah, I agree. Last year, we could sit here and go, just win no matter however you can, running the ball, blah, blah, blah. No. We all know in our hearts, deep down, you win passing the ball. Neither of you guys could get on a lie detector test and tell me that the most important thing isn't passing the ball. So when they're not doing it well, I don't get why now I'm on the island by pointing it out. We all know the Jimmy passing Garoppolo game Jimmy Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl with yes. eight passes. How did he? Yeah, okay. But do you want to go with the exception to the rule or the way most teams win? The way I, most I, teams I, not win. this year, though. The NFL's been different playing. this year. The passing has been down. There's been a lot more all running this year because the of the whole, defenses okay. and all that. All, right, so, all, so all across the board, things passing change. Right Elliot, what, made, change. what made them good in the beginning of the year? Everything. It was the passing game. The difference was the They're passing game. They were still good game. at running, though. They were still good at running the ball. They were good running well, the did, ball. Didn't Jalen have like 16 runs for 100 yards, <laughs> like one of the first two yeah, games? Yeah, he was good. He yes, the Detroit game. Yeah. Literally, but the first we all game. know what it was, was they were better passing the ball. We all know that's what made them different than last year. That's why everybody believed. Why well, do you think well, people let, haven't let, felt as good let, after these games? Because they're not let, passing let me, it well. 
You're the one not feeling good. I'm feeling great. Me I, too. I feel positive. Okay. We're going to get this win. Uh, again, I'd just like to reiterate that uh, Flip Flops doesn't like Christmas. And, and these guys are the greatest guys together in a tandem. One man wakes up and lets the wind do his hair. The other guy wakes up at 6 a.m. and does his hair for nine hours to come out here looking perfect on a podcast. I'm telling you what, I take a sensible man that's ready to rock and roll in five minutes every day of the week. I love you guys. <laughs> and as always, made. go Bears! Go Bears, baby. What a way to start, as always. Look, again, would I trust James over me? Of course. <laughs> no one's disputing that. But that doesn't mean the passing game has looked good the last month. Again, if you – and I know you don't like to use stats for some odd reason. No, outside. I'm just saying but if you look arguments at, If you stats. look at their yards passing per game and their yards per attempt over the last month, it ranks among the lowest in the NFL. So, but they also have been running the ball yards great. yards per attempt does nothing to do with that. But they didn't need to throw it much. But when they've the been throwing it, it's not been as good. 215-592-9494. Get in on this because the, 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 it's pretty feisty here. I'm happy to do I'm this. I'm enjoying it. We got extra time Yeah, we're going until 3.30 today. Extra half hour leading you up to the SEC championship game later today on WIP. Where do you come down on this? What's more important to you? just moving the ball down the field or do you need to see the passing game be better to to head into the playoffs and feel good about this team 215-592-9494 plus coming up next a fun soccer hypothetical Mm. that elliot and i were batting around prior to the show we're going to get your take on that as well it's elliot it's james it's go birds radio and speaking of soccer there's the world soccer match madness plus pro football college and pro hoops and hockey too what a time to be a sports fan in the bet parks Sportsbook and Casino app is the official sportsbook of the diehard Philly sports fan. Safe, secure, easy to use. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with us right now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can bet on soccer, fly guys, hockey, bet the birds every week. You can bet on all your favorite college teams and so much more. Live in-game betting lets you bet on the action as it happens. It is a wild ride. Download the Bet Parks app right now. New users get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. BetParks.com has all the terms and conditions. Sportsbook and casino, all in one amazing app. Plus, you can bet on more than the score. You can bet on player performances, who's going to score touchdowns, points, rebounds, assists, goal scores, and much, much more. Bet Parks, sportsbook and casino app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together right in your pocket bet parks right now let's go birds radio brought to you by the bet parks casino and sportsbook app coming to you from the sportsbook at parks casino where elliot shore parks and i spent a sad morning watching the usmt yeah. go down it was disappointing there's really nothing like driving here and being like well on friday they'll play at two o'clock so maybe we'll go do this and then to now just having it all be over yeah we, we really planned it out my, my emily had to take zoe to dance class yeah. by herself this morning like we really you know jumped through some hoops to be here for this and and then we were just they lost basically at work early it's really what, what, yeah essentially now <laughs> came good very very early out, for work yeah it's great which is fine. Like, thank god but i think the most frustrating thing about the loss was like and i hope eagles fans aren't feeling this at the end of the season it's just so many chances. Yeah. So many like yeah. so many chances to score. It still blows my mind that USA of all teams is the one that has no strikers. Well and people are like, they didn't play them. No. I get Raina didn't play a ton. But like they have no world we never class have. strikers. They, they never no have. We've strikers. never had those yes. the Ronaldos and the Harry yeah. Canes. These guys and are the just like the midfield is good. Score goals. Yeah. Uh, so it brings up a fun hypothetical. We want to throw it in the mix and feel free to jump in on this if you want. But we were talking before the game and look, this is like 
the most cliche soccer take yeah, there is, but is. but I'm a big cliches or cliches for a you reason are. guy. And the biggest reason we're not great at soccer compared to the rest of the world is our best athletes just don't play it. Like, it is what it is. I'm there's sorry. There's not the resources put into it. It is it's a not big as part of it. If, if the guys money. who play in the NBA, if the guys who play in the NFL, if the guys who play in Major League Baseball, if all those guys, if we, if we get 5% of the best athletes of those guys, we would have a much better chance yeah. in the world soccer realm, so to speak. So with that in mind, let's just stick to Philly sports because it's fun. If you had to pick one Philly sports player, you could just – Plop on the USMT and say, all right, you are now a soccer player. You're going to train soccer. So in four years. In the World four Cup, years, yeah. you are going to be the star of the World Cup team. Who you put? Okay. So I did a lot of thought about this, obviously. And I'm going to go who I think could actually check all the boxes to be a great soccer player. Devontae Smith. Ooh. So he's got good height. Yep. He's incredibly quick. Yep. He knows the value of footwork. That's and a great of, point. Of like, yeah. You know, how, how much it matters if, you know, you use one inch this way to go that way. Like, he knows how to, uh, you know, maneuver on the field. Extremely competitive athlete. Um, I think he has the body for it. He's not like – I think sometimes there's this perception. It's like, well, LeBron would be great at soccer. And LeBron probably would. I think he's LeBron would be everything. a great goalie. Yeah, but LeBron is like, you know, 6'8". Well, that's why two, I think he'd whatever. be an amazing goalie. Right, but we're talking about strikers, which is what they need. I'm thinking about someone that's quick, fast. He could get up for headers. We've seen him win 50-50 balls. I think Devontae Smith, look, the Eagles need him. Clearly the passing game is struggling, as I've said. <laughs> so I'm not saying he should quit. But if he took the next four years of his life, I think he could score a goal. Yeah, so you made a great point. They need someone quick, someone to get up for headers. Maybe got some ups and all that. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey is yeah. the correct answer for if you could take one person in Philly sports, plop him on a soccer team. Maybe. I mean, literally what you just said, speed and ups. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> in space. He's probably he's, faster than he's Devontae. He's quick, too. He's, he's quick and thicker. fast. And, I mean, he might look small on a basketball court. On a soccer court, he's towering over these guys, yeah. you know, which is funny to think about. Like, what's Pulisic? He's got, like, 5'6 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 5'7. I mean, probably Maxie, weighs what I Maxie, like, 6'1 or 6'2 or whatever he right. is, is, like, a, a, a monster out there. He's like, so hard to push off the ball. Too. Oh, the physicality of it. Man, Tyrese Maxey would make a great, great Pulisic, soccer man. Player. It's a Carson Wentz of... <laughs> like come on man like you had a chance early in the game to score like i don't know it was very disappointing 215-592-9494 so if you want to chime in on who you would take in philly sports and you know what if you want to give us anyone in sports yeah we just can have stretch some this fun out. with it yeah. like i said dally and tyreek hill like put that dude on a soccer team some rush guarantee you he would be amazing yeah. um so if you want to chime in on that as well in addition to your eagles point we'd love to take those calls 215-592-9494 talking about the offense the struggles in the passing game the last few weeks. How concerned are you about it? Elliot's so concerned to the point where all he needs to see tomorrow is them pass the ball. I just want points. I just want the ball moved down the field, and if they run it, guess what? I'm pretty good with it. I think last week, the 40-point game against the Packers, their most impressive offensive performance of the season. Disagree. And it was all running the ball. 215-592-9494. Let's go to our other Tom with no Tom Ravington. Let's go to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. How you doing? What up, Tom? How you doing? Hey, man. It was fun listening to Black Ready 2. Glad he yes. kicked, was able to kick Always. off the show for us. Always. Always get in the leadoff spot when needed. And, Elliot, I have to say that, uh, you know, soccer sympathies are with you. Uh, Canada was able to score its first goal in, uh, you know, in world history. So, wow. uh <laughs> but Today it makes our problems in the <laughs> yeah. United States seem, seem rather small in comparison. Score. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Canada also, to Elliot, has the ugliest soccer jersey there is of any team. 
Yeah, and they I were not good. Well, that was the thing watching the game today. It's like, wow, the Netherlands, the Netherlands are just so much better. They're so much better. Their kits. So, yeah, if hockey players actually picked uh, soccer instead of hockey, then Canada would have a very good team. To your point, James. It's interesting to hear mm-hmm. you guys rationalize it the way we do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, look, about the about the birds, i got to say that So, I've been looking at both Football Outsiders and PFF stats. What I find interesting here, because they often disagree, but in PFF, the birds are ranked overall number 11, and the Titans are number 12. That's pretty damn close. You, you talking about team ranking, or is this like pass? I'm, t- I'm talking about overall team Team wow, so they've really and dropped because the Eagles, really, I mean, the Eagles were like dumb. top three. I, I for... throw those rankings in the trash. Like that's yeah, just dumb so. to me. But, like what? Who? Who in the right mind? If you want to say the Eagles aren't the best team or the second best team or maybe even the third best team, like I would disagree with you, but that's fine. But to say they're the 11th best team in the NFL is just stupid. Like that's a so dumb football, rankings. Football Outsiders has them ranked seventh and Tennessee eighth. Yeah, and the Eagles dropped from fourth. And well, the week before that, they were higher. So they oh, good. Dropping. They put up 40 points and they dropped. That makes a ton of sense. Well, what's interesting is I'm not too... saying they're all right, but, you know. No, yeah. I know. You're just bringing it to the table. I get it. No, no, but but do you think they're ranked so similarly because they're kind of similar teams over the last month? Like, they've been playing. I mean, the Eagles are 10-1. and one, but, Right. No, yeah, I mean, sure. the Eagles, I think the Eagles are. But again, again I, the Eagles I, have Jalen Hurts. Like, an MVP candidate. The Titans have Ryan freaking Tano. That guy stinks. You know what? I actually I disagree stinks, with that. Tom. I was looking at the he game stinks. he played last week, and he had t- I thought he was horrible in. last week. He has a really? good throw every four throws or five throws. He'll make one good throw. I think I think Tannehill has been underrated the last years in general. Uh, the, what I've seen, the, the few games I've seen this year, I've been very very unimpressed with Tannehill. So the Titans have also noticed that their pass rush isn't good, but they are good in coverage. So I think AJ is going to really need to protect the ball if he's the one who's getting thrown to, like we yeah, all expect him to. No, and Tom, great call as always. And I do think that, you know, what do you make of the AJ Brown thing? Obviously, you know, he's been sick, and it looked like he had the ankle thing in the Washington game and all that. But both the the struggles or the the lack of production comparatively of the last month or so, and also the the not hanging on the ball. Yeah, no, I think it's worrisome because. I mean, like, look, Jalen has obviously improved a ton, and I think that's the reason the Eagles are way better this year. But another reason is they have A.J. Brown. And early on in the year, he was absolutely dominant, right? Two games, I think, over 150 yards. It seemed like whenever they needed to get him the ball, they could do it. Um, Yeah, the fumbles are obviously a a huge concern. And going into this game, I think they're of utmost importance because possessions in this game are going to be very valuable. Like, the Titans are a team that I would think – surprisingly 19th in the league in time of possession, which I would think it would have been higher. That is surprising. But they're a team that I think coming into tomorrow is better suited to do what Washington Yeah, they're going to try the Washington game plan. They're going to try to to kill the clock, right, and run the ball. And if that's the case and you're the Eagles and you only have, you know, whatever, they had nine real possessions against Washington, like you're – you can't turn it over, like point blank period. So the turnovers, and A.J. has been a big part of that, are a concern. I also wonder – and I'll throw this back at you a little bit, but, like, do you think teams have just kind of figured how to take A.J. away and they haven't counterpunched yet? No. Because it's coincidental I, it's happening later in the year. Yeah. I, look, I think I'm sure teams have adjusted and the Eagles need to, to counter and all that. Yeah. But, again, I, I think it's more circumstantial. I, look, I think this last game he was sick, you know, and, I, again, I don't want to make excuses, but it seemed like he was, like— He was sick. 
really sick. Yeah, Lost sick. seven pounds that week, all that. And then it did seem the Washington game was just strange. They didn't have the ball much and all Fumbled that. Fumbled against the Colts, too. Fumbled though. against the Colts. Look, A.J. needs to step up, and, and I think this is the week you do it. Obviously, against his old team, there's a lot of motivation. I'm sure they're going to try and get him the ball. Let's go to Charleston, West Virginia, and talk to Jared. Morning. Yo, Jared. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up, Jared? How you doing? Well, me and my son, uh, Nathan, we're driving up to Philly to go to the Eagles nice. Titans game tomorrow. That's awesome, man. That'll be really, really well, fun. Well, it's a little bad news, uh, good news. The bad news is um, – Every time I've gone to see the Eagles, they have lost or tied. Oh, no. Or tied. Uh, you were at that Cincy game? You were at the Bengals game, I, I guess. I was at the Bengals game. Either one. Uh, I went yeah. to see the Eagles in uh, 04 against Pittsburgh when uh, Hans Ward was doing the little little bird. Sure, yeah. the, they were undefeated in that, that game. game. Yeah. Went to the so, 04 Super Bowl. Or, well, I guess it was 05 for that season. That. Jared, here's what so, I'll say. Uh, Streaks were meant to be broken, my well, friend. Well, I'd also ask this. How many of these games has your son been to? Oh, good question. He has been to two games. Uh, mm. We went to the uh, the final regular season game in 17 when uh, Dallas beat it 6 to nothing. And that doesn't even count. The Eagles didn't even try that, that game. Doesn't I don't count. even count it. I mean, but look, we, we can explain the, this away uh, all we want, but Jared, I have to say, if you guys, if they lose tomorrow, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can buy playoff tickets. Yeah. I, I, I'm afraid I'm a jinx, but I saw them in 04. They went to the Super Bowl. Nathan and I saw them in 17. Oh, I like where your head's at right here, Jared. This is some good spin, elite spin. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, if if we have to take an L in the regular season so that we can go to the Super Bowl, we're doing our part. Amen. Well, Jared, that's awesome, man. Have fun fun tomorrow. It's going to be a really fun trip for you and your kid, man. And and by the way, the the key to the rest of this season is injuries. If we can get healthy and stay healthy – and yeah. if we can win the turnover battle, I don't see anybody that can beat us. We can do. We can throw when we need to. We can run when we need to. Our defense makes uh, good stops. I think we'll be all right. Jared, great call. And that I will say, to his point, throw when we need to. Like, eye test-wise and all that, it has clearly not been as good a passing offense. And obviously the numbers poured out over the last month. But there hasn't been a spot where we said, oh, Jalen needs to make a throw here or they need a, a passing play in this spot that they haven't made, right? Um, I would disagree with that. I think what? Well, In the Washington game, if Quez doesn't fumble the ball, if Dallas doesn't fumble, like, there are well, other— they, they, had, they had, I think, two, three and outs at the end of that game, when they, or at least one, when they needed to, to score. I mean, they had that ball three times For only the down most one part, point. They've, they've, I, they've made the big yes. throws when they need uh, to make but, them. So I agree with you, and I think there have been big moments where they've stepped up, and that is reason to believe. I'm just saying— you look at the Washington game and then only scoring against the Colts, you know, in the last half of the fourth quarter. There have been moments where they've needed to move the ball and have not been able to. Let's go to Glenside and talk to our buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, Matt? How you doing? Hey, you know, my real concern for tomorrow is actually uh, Jonathan Gannon just being outcoached by Mike Vrabel. That's something that I don't think really gets talked about. That guy really knows how to make adjustments mid-game, and I think – one of the biggest things that Gannon struggles with is making those adjustments kind of on the fly. And I think we saw that during the Colts game. We saw that during the Washington game, and it was it was a struggle. Well, so I don't know if the perception that Gannon can't adjust is really true. I'd have to look at it, but I do feel like they've been better in the I second know. halves of games. Yeah, but I'm also, just saying they have been. I the, think it's that, not even about adjusting in-game, Matt. For me, it's about 
not doing what you did against Washington. Like, you're going into a game where you're going up against a quarterback who can't beat you deep, who can't beat you with his arm the same way that they could beat you on the ground. Like, play a different style of defense. Don't sit back. Don't wait exactly. to be beat by a big play. Say, all right, guess what? Derrick Henry, you ain't beating us today. Or just if Ryan Tannehill's going to, yeah, yeah, if Ryan Tannehill's going to beat us, then Ryan Tannehill's going to beat us. I think that's where we need to see an adjustment from Gannon. Yeah, this is this is just like it's it's almost like the Vikings game in which if you shut down Justin Jefferson, you're going to win the game. If you shut down Derrick Henry, you're going to win the game. Yeah, and I we'll 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 see. I mean, look, you know, I think the last game, Fletcher Cox showed up, Brandon Graham showed up. We hardly heard of, from Lindell Joseph or Dominican Sue, but yeah. yeah, I think those guys will have a big game on Sunday. Look, I, I agree that this is one of those games where you go and saying you have to stop Henry. Now, lots of teams go in. I mean, every single team the Titans play goes into the game saying, you know, we have to stop Henry. So I think having a plan to do it and executing the plan are two different things. But, yes, this is not a game tomorrow where you can play, you know, your four-man fronts. Like, I think you want to see the five-man fronts. You want to maybe see three linebacker sets. I wonder if N'Kobe gets on the field. I'd be surprised, but, like, maybe that's an option. The, the, the emphasis of the game plan has to be in the front seven. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And just just real quick, I think um, first of all, if we had to pick a Philly athlete to be a, on the U.S. Men's National Team, I think Joel Embiid would probably be one of the best goalies of all time. His, yeah, yeah his he could ability, be a great goalie. And he played his soccer his whole life from too. Side to side. It's kind of slow. Yeah, though. and his size. He's kind of, size. Um, yeah, he's slow. Though. I also have just one question for you guys. Looking back, looking back on the season so far, was the Eagles' most impressive win this year? Against the Lions, or do you think it was against the Vikings? Oh, I definitely. And Matt, good call. I, I mean, it's the Vikings, the Vikings for yeah. sure. I mean, how I mean, first it? of all, they played better. Yeah, and the game. Lions game, they just got a big lead, kind of took their foot off the gas and held on. Like the Vikings game, they went out and dominated in prime time the entire yeah. game. I mean, look, as someone that's always, I, mean, I think the Dallas win is a better win than the Detroit one too. Um, I would maybe disagree with that. Look, like I think one thing you can say about Dan Campbell is he always has a team ready to play, mm-hmm. right? I think that's always been proven. Mm-hmm. I've always said this. It's something I've always stuck with. So beating them, I think week one was impressive, but I would still say the Vikings. 215-592-9494, talking Eagles-Titans. The stakes for this game are, are, are pretty big, in my opinion. Do you need to see them pass the ball well? Or are you just all right with them moving the football? And as long as you score points, that's all that matters. Elliot is concerned about this passing offense as we creep towards the playoffs. 215-592-9494. Plus, coming up next, something like Howie Roseman has had a, an all-time great year. An executive, an executive of the year type of year, potentially, you know, for the second time. But there's part of his game, so to speak. A weakness that has not been strong enough. We're going to dive into that next as well. It's Elliot, it's James, it's GoBirds Radio. It's GoBirds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino, brought to you by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. All kinds of fun ways to bet on the app. You can bet on you know, individual player performances. You can bet on the soccer action. You know, I did a whole... They got these things here. You can yeah. do it out on your phone. Yeah. Very new experience for me. All kinds of it's cool a lot stuff of fun. coming out. There's beautiful TVs, uh, super comfy chairs, which we sampled. This we morning. did. We sat in them. Yeah, it was very comfortable and nice. Yes. You know, the U.S. soccer team just not just as nice. Less so. Yeah. There was the minute where it was very exciting. I'll say that. that yeah, that minute again. When they scored. Yeah. Oh, the the. Uh, I mean, just from the jump, the the ballistic mitts. You know. Anyway, enough soccer talk. I'll, it, I'll see you in 2026, yeah, soccer. That's right. 215 592 
<laughs> two last names. I know. I, I feel like Carson, it was the best way Carson to do it. Carson Pulisic didn't sound as clear as who I was talking All right, about. 215-592-9494. Coming up in a minute. A hole in Howie's game potential. I want to ask Elliot if uh, if this is something. It's not a huge deal, but something you know. Moving forward, to keep an eye out for. Uh, first, go back to the phones. Go to Maryland. And talk to Eric. What up, B? Hey, what's happening, fellas? What's up, Eric? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I think the, for this game is regarding the Eagles and the Titans. I think this is a, a character game since everyone is mentioning how tough their uh, defense is. So I, I don't think the importance on the passing game. Uh, is going to be as big. I know that one of the big things is like, you know, third down efficiency, you know, and I think between your argument between James and you, Elliot, I think you both can be right at the same time. The Eagles are winning games, but the passing game is a concern because as we move, you know, further into the club and later into the season, you know, it is important to have that cohesiveness uh, with, you know, your offense in terms of the passing offense. I just feel like, um, you know, like one person, like Devontae has been really, I, I don't want to say he's been missing, but he's he's been a he's little been underwhelming. He's been quieter. Season. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah. Whole, the whole passing attack has in a way, right? So I don't think it's just Devontae, but. Um, yeah, I, I would agree overall that to a certain extent we're both right. I hate to give you credit, but yes, they have been able to win games well, while the past. I think Eric's being way too reasonable saying we're both right. Eric, I'm right. Elliot's wrong. Come on. Man. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the other part was um, I feel like, um, you know, sometimes I see with other teams when their main weapons go down, they're able to kind of plug in different players and still function. And with the Eagles, it's like when Goddard went down, it's like they can't, they, they almost can't function as a passing right. offense because Calcaterra and Stoll are, you know, two different sides of the same point. One blocks, one's a receiver. One is not good at receiving, one is not good at necessarily running routes and catching. Yeah, and the, the other interesting thing is with Goddard gone. Good callie. Yeah, that was a good, no, that was. Um, another interesting part is their, their plan seems to have been instead of, doing things definitely through the passing game. They're just having Jalen run it more. Like, Jalen's run it more the last two games. And I Which think- is what I called, by the way. If you remember, we did the show yeah. after the Goddard injury, and I was like, use Jalen as a weapon more. Like, if you don't have Goddard, run the ball a little more. Use and, him. You know, at the beginning of the year, when there was concern after the Lions game, like, I do get, like, let Jalen be special. Let him do what exactly makes him special. Exactly. Yes. I, He's but a weapon. I, I agree with that. But now that I've seen him play at like an MVP level for the majority of the season, there is a part of me that when he when I see him against the Packers running down the middle of the field, he's like, well, so good at. And look, the is, Packers I game. I will say the Packers game. He took more hits yes. than I remember, and bad, it was concerning. Not bad, like no, but there were hits, ones but, where it was like, ooh, yes. And generally, I, you know, he deserves as much credit as anyone I've ever seen him and Russell Wilson, probably the two best I've ever seen at getting down. He's a way better runner than Russell. Way was. better. Yeah. I'm talking about just protecting their body yep. when they're running it, knowing when to get down, knowing how to kind of go down softly to not take hard hits to yeah, kind of brace really good at it. he's like a he's elite yep. at it and that gives me confidence but you're right look every time he's out there running is a potential opportunity where he could get hurt where you know that's not an opportunity if he's if he's not or a team and i you know obviously for a lot of reasons hope they don't do this but let's be honest if he keeps running down the middle of the field somebody's just going to take a cheap well, shot yeah just, like, just trying to end be, him yep. he can be great at avoiding contact he is he's elite at it somebody's just going to hit him and yeah. be like, we don't think you can move the ball without this guy running. And that's the concern. That's why ultimately I want him to be special at what he's good at. I believe in all that. 
But I do need to see them pass the ball better, so I believe that if they have to counterpunch with the passing game in the playoffs, that they can do it. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones in a second. Elliot, the Howie thing. The Howie thing. Yeah, so Robert Quinn, for those that might not know, Robert Quinn is out this week with a knee injury. Popped up on the injury report on Friday. Out of nowhere. Out of really, nowhere. Yeah. It was not on the injury report the rest of the week. So presumably he got it on Friday or maybe something happened Thursday and whatever. But, yeah, so he uh, he's not going to play against the Titans. And it's interesting because Howie has really had an all-time heater as a general manager of the city. When you look at just the trades he's made, the draft picks, where this team's at, turning them around. But his deadline deals have not been that good. It seems like, you know, we talk so much about evaluation in the draft as his blind spot. His blind spot might be in season. You think about the Jay Ajayi trade, obviously, was, was that a great one. It worked because they won the Super Bowl, right? Like, and he and helped. Ajayi was great. And he, yeah, he was he great. Was great. Yeah. That one worked. Fourth round pick. Golden Tate, third round pick. Nope. Didn't really work, nope. right? Jannard Avery, complete disaster. Like a complete, yeah, at least with the Tate one, you could say they got the comp pick back and they, or whatever. And they, and they got the catch in the yeah, playoff But game. whatever. I mean, Tate, Golden Tate was not a good eagle. Like, Go, no Golden question. Tate was not what they hoped. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, whereas Jai was. Yeah. I mean, Jannard Avery was, Jannard was Avery, not just not what they hoped. He was nothing. He, he was, was never a, on the field. He was a zero. And you know what Robert Quinn has been? Less than that. A nothing. I mean, a Robert zero. Quinn is like uh, uh, Ryan Kerrigan last year. Yeah. Like, for the first half of the season, wherever it's like, is this guy even playing? Like, now, is he on the team? Now, the good news for Howie and the Eagles is, much like Jay Ajayi, and Ajayi was better, but Ajayi is remembered as a great trade because they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? Like, and he was good. And he was good. Yeah. But Robert if Quinn. If Robert Quinn has a chance to, to If still Robert be good. Quinn makes yeah. one really big sack on a third down, then that's worthy of a pick because third and fourth round picks are not nothing, but the hit rates are not super high on them. But if they don't win the Super Bowl and Quinn keeps playing like this, you gave up a fourth-round pick for, nothing. for a half a year of like a, what is he, 30, he's old, right? 33, I 33, want to say. 34, yeah. to, of a half year of a fourth defensive end. It's the not even like he's playing starting snaps for you. Like, he's fourth. This guy had 18 and a half sacks last season, yeah. and I know that was an inflated number. He was not but the yeah, best he end in football or anything like that. But – I get it. Like, I think that was inflated and, you know, uh, whatever you want to say about it. But the fact that he's he's invisible is crazy to me. Well, it's hard to believe that he has been as bad as he's been. And what's the other part of it is when they traded for him, I remember we were talking about it. And it was like, well, he has one sack, which is, you know, a little concerning. But he will, he's one of the most double-teamed players in the league. You, you watch him play now, and it's like, why was anybody doubling Absolutely. Teaming like, this guy? Yeah, he's like a complete non-factor. Now, he's not playing 40 snaps a game. That's part of it. But as the, as the time moves on since the trade, it's not been a good trade. And Howie's deadline deals are not looking good. 215-592-9494 if you want to chime in on that as well. Coming up next, we will run phone calls. We will get to a bunch of calls next segment. Long segment coming up. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And speaking of which, World Soccer Match Madness, football, pro football, college football, Pro hoops, college, there's hockey. What a time to be a sports fan. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino is the official sportsbook of the diehard Philly sports fans. Safe, secure, easy to use. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with us right now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can bet on soccer, Fly Guys hockey, bet the birds every week. You can bet on all your favorite college team. Plus, live in game betting lets you bet on the action as it happens. Line swings real opportunities to make 
some money. Download the Bet Parks app right now. New users can get up to seven hundred and fifty dollars in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. BetParks.com has all the terms and conditions. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. You can bet on more than the score. You can bet on player performances like who's going to score touchdowns, points, rebounds, assists, goal scores, and so much more bet park sportsbook and casino app where odds bet slots and games all come together right in your pocket bet parks right now 